Greetings to all in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. This is Bonnie. I'm so excited to be sharing with you the beauty of God's Word today. I know that we're scheduled to start um, with our podcast from the 1st of February. I apologize. I um, was struggling with a blood nose. Uh, perhaps it's, you still can hear it. And I'm still recovering. But I felt um, I should just go on ahead and do it anyway. But you'll be with me. Um, if I do not sound um, as well as I should. Uh, but what we're going to do is we're going to just briefly look at the previous days and then focus in-depthly on today's um, de- um, devotional thing, rather. But before we do that, I want us to pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I thank you for the life of each and every woman listening. I thank you because their lives are not remain the same. Oh, Heavenly Father, for I know this truth that when we come in contact with your word, our lives can never remain the same. Oh, Heavenly Father, as your word comes with power, I thank you because it is dissolving um, doubt. It is getting rid of fear. As your word declares that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. I thank you because faith is set up on the inside of each and every listener today. I thank you because their faith is set aflame. And, O oh, Heavenly Father, it's growing. And they'll be able to achieve, O oh, Heavenly Father, what they thought they could never achieve. O oh, Heavenly Father, they're going to see results as their faith yields results. Great results, that is. That I give you the praise and the honor. I thank you for the beauty and power of your word. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. All right. So on the 1st of February, uh, we looked at a woman of great faith. And we looked at a story of um, in Matthew chapter 8, verse 10, of the centurion who had a servant um, ill. And so he had come to Jesus to ask him to heal the servant. And Jesus said to the man, okay, I'm coming to heal him. And the man said, no, 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 you don't have to, sir, because I am a commander of armies myself. And so when I give a word and I say to this one to go that direction, they go. So they follow my instructions. And I believe this, this man had a clear understanding of the power of words and an understanding of word, the power of words that are spoken in authority or by a man of authority. And so he didn't need Jesus to be present um, physically present um, to heal his servant, but he knew that when Jesus would send forth his word, um, healing would take place. And so Jesus, in response to this, um, acclaimed and said, Wow, I have never seen such faith, great faith in, in all of Israel. And so um, this man showed so much faith, not just faith, but great faith faith that Jesus could say, I've never seen such faith. I don't know if, you know, God can say this about you, that, wow, I've never seen such faith in all of, in all of South Africa, in all of um, America, in all of whatever state you might be in, whatever province and all of that. I don't know if God can actually say that about your faith, because for Jesus to have said that, Jesus perceived the faith in the heart of the man that the man didn't need his physical presence, but all he needed was the word from Jesus. He knew that as powerful as Jesus was, his word was as powerful as his person, as as his him being present. Now, people nowadays want tangible things. The man didn't ask for oil. 
the men didn't ask um you know for Jesus' handkerchief or apron or anything that he could take to the servant and say okay Jesus pray for this or it was in contact it came in contact with his body but all that the men needed was the word that Jesus would just speak the word and his servant would be healed indeed this is great faith and i pray that god would say the same thing about you just like what jesus said about the centurion said i've never seen or found great faith no not in all israel jesus marveled can you believe that jesus was amazed he was amazed can your faith amaze god in 2019 Can you faith really excite God? Can you say, "Daddy, your word is enough for the situation and I stand on the efficacy of your word." Your word is enough for me and I will speak it forth. What you have said is enough. If you said it, it settles it. I encourage you to be a woman of great faith. Be a woman of great faith. that even God will be would would marvel at your faith and indeed declare that I've never seen such great faith in all of in California in all of um Gauteng uh, in all of wherever it is that you are in all of Africa can you imagine in all of America in all of Europe wherever it is that you are can God say about you that I've never seen such great faith choose to believe and take God at his word. Live by faith every day. Live by faith every day. So on the on the 2nd of February, pardon me. We looked at let it be unto her according um, to her faith. And again, we're still looking at the centurion story um where Jesus then said in response to this man's great faith, let it be as thou hast believed so be it unto thee or be it done unto thee and the bible says and his servant was healed in the self same hour now i shared about um, as i said a small testimony when i was um, when i referred to how i had been believing god and been praying concerning my marriage and ministry for quite some time and for years and i had not been seeing a change i had not been seeing results it just looked all black until god said to me ask me actually what it was that i um, was believing concerning these two areas of my life and i wondered why god would ask me such a thing because i know his will concerning these two areas so did it why did it matter what i believed didn't um, what he had said or purpose um matter more and wasn't it enough and and God said to me what i believe about both um, areas of my life matters because he can never be able to do beyond my faith he can never exceed my faith what do i mean by this is that he can never do anything that i'm not believing him for so i have to align my believing with his will concerning the both, um, both areas of my life and it changed how i prayed and how i viewed both areas i had to be convinced of god's will speak it believe it and see it and i tell you and i tell you that is what faith um um a uh, result yielding faith is all about it's about believing 
in alignment with God's word, and it shall be done unto you. So I don't know what it is that you want to see this year. I don't know what it is that you want to do or accomplish. But all I'm saying is, let it be unto you according to your faith. Believe right so that you can have whatever it is that you believe. So many people believe so much in their fears and what could possibly go wrong. That that's all they see. It is done unto them according to their faith. So I want you to to look at life differently this year. I mean, it's still February, and you know we're still at the beginning of the year. And I would like for you to make up your mind that you believe in accordance with God's word, and it will be done unto you according to your faith. And then on the third, we looked at she believes, and that was speaks. We looked at Second Corinthians four thirteen. Um, which talks about, I believe and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. Now, this means that you have to align your speaking with your believing. You know, some people just believe. I've got faith, I've got faith. But they never voice out their faith. For faith to work and to yield results, you've got to speak as you believe. So be, uh, speak because you believe something. Do you believe that this year you're going to have that baby? No, speak it. It's not enough to just believe it in your heart and keep it quiet about it. Talk about it. Believe it and say it. Do you believe that you've got that job already? No, believe it and talk about it. Do you believe that you're going to get married this year and that God is going to order your steps and bring you um, to meet the right person at the right time? Then say it. If you believe, speak as Second Corinthians 4 verse 13 says, it says, I believe that therefore have I spoken. We having the same spirit of faith according as it is written. I believed and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. So I don't know what it is that you want to see this year. And maybe you've just been keeping it in your heart and believing and saying, Lord, you know, I believe, I trust you, and I know that it's done. But it's not enough. Believing alone is not enough. I mean, if you were able to receive your salvation through believing with your heart and speaking, it must tell you something, you know? It must tell you something that God would have you to speak in alignment with what you believe. Do not speak against what you say you believe. The Bible says in, um, in Mark chapter 11, verse 23, it says, um, you shall have what you say if you believe it. And so it doesn't matter how much you believe, but if you don't say it and voice your faith, it can never yield results. Result yielding faith speaks or is released through words. All right? And so on the, when we, on the fourth, which was a Monday, we also looked at she sees with the eyes of faith. And we looked at the account of Abraham where God was telling him to look at the north, the west, the south, and um, the east, you know. And as far as his eyes can see, the Lord will give that to him and his seed. And it is interesting to me that God was giving Abraham mental images, was giving him pictures, and was giving him sight beyond what um, he could see. He was giving him sight beyond um, the physical and elevating his um, vision. If you have God elevate your vision, and this means that you keep a picture in your spirit of what you're believing God for. You keep a picture in your spirit of what you've been declaring. 
say for instance you've been get the ability to god for a baby and so you've been saying this you've been you you've been believing this in your heart what matters also is having an image of what you've been speaking declaring and believing it is um seeing beyond the physical you know abraham had to look beyond his current um, situation or condition um without anything you know um doesn't have a child and you know but he's still saying all these things and god is still making all these promises god had to make him see and give him visual images so that each time he would look at the stars and would even look at even um the 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 sand he would remember what god had said so if you are believing god for a baby like that said and you've been saying speaking thank you lord for the baby i know that he's healthy and if it's a boy that you want whatever it's a girl you know you're saying these things but do you see because as far as your eyes can see that the lord would he will give to you so you can never possess what you have not seen this means that the extent of your vision is the boundary of your possession and blessing the question is how far can you see because as far as your eyes can see that he has given to you you may not see it around you but see it from the inside calling those things that be not as though they were you need to see with the eyes of the spirit and possess what you see so if it is that job that you've been believing God for see it if it's that marriage begin to see and envision yourself living happily in your marriage begin to see yourself even um seeing your wedding day you know god has given us our minds for a reason our thoughts we are able to create mental images with our thoughts and god wants us to have you know those images so whatever it is that you are believing god for whatever it is it doesn't matter whatever it is so you're going to believe it with your heart speak it with your mouth and then see it envision it i tell you this whatever it is envision it you've got proof even if your optical eyes can't see it the word of god is your eternal proof what you're doing is not wishful thinking but envisioning unseen realities so on the 5th of february which was the tuesday we looked at the expectation of faith and we we're talking about how um there is no manifestation without expectation and so how you need to wait on the lord and we looked at um, the word waiting on the lord and means having an expectation now expectation is an act or state of looking forward with confident belief or strong hope that a particular event will happen what is it that you like to see what proofs or results do you desire to see in the year 2019 it doesn't matter what it looks or feels like let your faith arise and prevail over every situation faith isn't the denial of reality but it is ex- the acceptance of reality reality being all that god has said in his word with the word of god in your mouth and faith in your spirit you are sure to have unquestionable proofs or results now when you expect and wait on the lord you will not be put to shame not at all not at all god will do just like what he had said now many people always wonder is it okay for me to be asking this from god or having these um big expectations from god listen god is not scared or frightened 
you know, by your big expectations. He's a big God. Have big expectations. He says in his word is able to do exceedingly abundantly above what you could ever ask or think of. So there's nothing that is too big for God to do. He says, I'm, I'm the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? So I don't know what it is that you're expecting this year. Or rather that you've been believing God. When you have believed with your heart, spoken with your mouth, and have begin have begun to envision whatever it is that you have been declaring and believe that you have received. Now expect to see the physical manifestation. Now by expectation, I'm not saying that you are hoping to see it or receive it, because faith believes that it has gotten it already. But what I'm saying is expectation allows a physical manifestation of what you believe because it is already there you believe it you know it you speak it because you see it with the eyes of faith so expectation allows you to see a physical manifestation of that which you believe so whatever it is faith has an expectation There would be things that the Lord would have told you about your career, your business, ministry, or marriage. And that he would even do those things and would even usher you into a particular season. All you'll have to do is to patiently be expectant of those things. And surely they will come to pass. In your expectation from God, your strength is renewed. In your walk, you will not faint nor become weary in running the race that is set before you. But you mount upon wings as eagles as you keep your faith aflame. Faith has an expectation. That expectation is the image that you have dropped into your spirit. It is that thing that you envision. What latter end or future and reward have you imagined? It could be concerning your job, your business, your marriage, your ministry. But be rest assured that whatever end it is, your hope and expectations will not be cut off. You will not be ashamed. Believe it, speak it, see it, and expect it. And it will be unto you according to your faith. That's what great faith is all about. That's what great faith is all about. And on Wednesday, on the 6th, we were talking about manifestation, being the marriage between faith and patience. I know very well um, what I'm talking about when I talk about patience. Because um, God might have made certain promises to you And years can go by without you seeing the manifestation. But what you need to understand is that you got to do something. Add patience to your faith. Now, in Hebrews 6 verse 12, it says that, That ye be not slothful, but followers of them that through faith and patience inherit the promises. So, this is an instance where Abraham, you know, God had made a promise to him. Father of many nations, give you a seed and all of that. And years went by. For about 25 years, the men waited, and there was no manifestation. Sometimes you might even wonder, maybe God didn't say this. Maybe I just I didn't hear right. But the truth is, it is only through faith and patience that we inherit the promises. So a manifestation, yes, you have expectation, right? I had said before that there is no manifestation without expectation. Now, being expectant in the middle of it all, you need to be patient. What happens when time goes by? Do you stop believing? You don't stop. You do not stop believing. You do not stop believing God and you do not stop 
praising him and saying, Father, I thank you because it is done. Two years can go by. Three years can go by. But you do not change your confession. You do not change your confession. You do not change what you do not remove the image before your eyes. You continue envisioning it because surely it will come to pass. You do not stop being expectant. I know very well. You know, there were times that, you know, stop believing because I, I, I feel like it has taken too long and maybe my believing is wrong because I didn't hear God speak. It was just my mind. So I would stop and I'd be like, you know what, it's fine. I'm not expecting this anymore. I will stop. But God would remind me that I had said it. I'm not a man that I should lie nor the son of man to repent. Have I ever spoken a thing and not done it? And so I would have to get myself back up into faith, you know, and be patient, apply patience and believe God and take him at his word. So a manifestation is the marriage between faith and patience. It is unfortunate many women run out of patience and they let their hope die before they see the end of a thing or inherit their promises. You cannot, you cannot inherit the promise without faith and patience. Add, add patience to your faith. Add patience to your faith so that you can see Whatever it is that you are believing God for in the year 2019, it might take three months, it might take even six months, you know. So I encourage you to have patience to your faith. So, um, today's devotional or theme, um, Thursday the 7th of February, I want us to look at faith worketh by love. And this we are going to see from Galatians chapter 5 verse 6. For in Jesus Christ, neither circumcision availeth anything, nor uncircumcision, but faith which worketh by love. Alright, now faith, hope and love are three important virtues and principles revealed to us in the word of God. All three of them work simultaneously. But love is revealed as the greatest of the three. And this is according to 1 Corinthians 13, 13. Anyone who comes to Christ learns the value of faith because faith enters into your spirit when you hear the gospel. As you mature spiritually, you learn something about hope. Hope ministers patience. As you exercise your faith, you also exercise patience, which is a product of hope. And this is something we've spoken about when we were talking about um, manifestation being a marriage of patience and faith. And so, the reason love is the greatest is that it encapsulates both faith and hope. When we walk in love, we walk in faith and hope. It's important that we understand that the, uh, we understand the power of God's love and walk in it. God is more concerned about what our love can do more than he is about what our faith or hope can do. Walking in love means being overwhelmed by the love of God, so much so that people around us begin to experience the joy and genuineness of God's love through us. And so, we've been talking about faith, and the whole month, this whole month we're going to be talking about faith, the subject of faith. But the truth is, faith works by love. And God is more interested about 
what you are doing with your life more than you can ever be interested about what you do with your faith. I remember that some years ago, I asked the Lord to teach me His way of loving because I wanted to love just like Him. I started searching the scriptures in order to find out how He loves and what love really is. And in my search, I found amazing truths about God and His way of loving. Before discovering these truths and learning some vital lessons, just after I had asked the Lord to teach me His way of loving, I struggled with something. I was concerned and bothered by how people didn't care about me. You know, I d- it didn't matter how much I showed them love and cared for them. I mean, I'd check on people daily, just a phone call or a text, just greeting them and checking how um, they were doing. I'd encourage, affirm, appreciate and celebrate them, but still no one did the same for me. I was really bothered by this and I spoke to God about it and asked why it was so. I mean, I was sincere with these people, but none of them seemed to care. The only time I'd get a phone call or text message saying hi for many of them would be when they needed something from me. When I've helped them with whatever they needed, they'd go back to not calling or texting again. I felt like I was just being used and nobody cared. The Lord said in response to my question, you said you wanted me to teach you my way of loving, right? And I said, yes, Lord. And then he answered and said, well, I'm teaching you then. God showed me the reason why he loves us and does the things that he does for us. You see, this isn't because we love him, but because God is who he is and God is love. Love is his very nature. This is what our, um, um, Ephesians, Ephesians 2, verse 4 to 5 shows us. God loved us even when we were undeserving of his love. We didn't know or love him. But yet he loved us, and his love changed us. He showed me that my service to people, my love and care for them, shouldn't be dependent on them, but on the love nature I now possess. So I realized that really it has got nothing to do with what they do, what they do not do. But I just love because it is my nature. So a woman of fellowship is born of God, and is the life and nature of God. And has the ability to love like him. So love is a fruit of your recreated human spirit. When you love others, whether they love you back or not, you're just being naturally you and bringing out what you are made of. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be loved back. No, I'm not saying that. not saying that you shouldn't be appreciated. You see, you must come to a point where you understand that the world doesn't owe you anything. But you've got so much to give to the world. You are big enough to love and to care, even if it seems like nobody loves you or cares about you or appreciates any of the things that you do for them. I want to encourage you today to be a woman that loves God, or rather, loves the God kind of way, or the God kind of love. Love and serve those God brings in your life selflessly and unconditionally. Let God's love be seen, felt, and known through you and be God's heart. Loving God passionately and communicating with the language of love is key to walking in the anointing. You therefore need to grow in love until love becomes like a burning fire in your heart. This means that when you walk in love, your faith will work. So then, when you have believed, spoken in agreement with what you believe, envisioned and patiently waiting with expectation to see the the desired outcome, don't forget to be grounded and rooted in love. Walk in love, for faith worketh by love.
So um, we're going to end here for today. And we're going to um, have, we're going to have even um, more um, podcasts for the devotional. This time around, we're just going to be doing one particular day. Uh, because we just uh, went on ahead and did everything from the beginning because um, we're behind schedule. But I hope that so far, as the Word of God has come um, and has been coming to you daily, that your faith really has been set up and has been increased. Um, it is more than where it was, uh, and it is growing every day. Because great faith achieves great, great results. And so I believe that God loves you, and I believe that he wants to show you his power. But the question is, how much do you believe that? And what do you see? What have you been speaking? You know, are you a woman of great faith? So I'm praying for you, and I believe that you're blessed by the word of God that is coming to you. As you study the word, and as you give yourself wholly to the word, and allow the word of God to um, stay up faith in the inside of you, you're going to do great exploits this year. I have no doubt about that. You're going to do great exploits this year. Thank you so much for your time. Until um, the next day, as we do um, the broadcast for Friday, I want you to keep your faith aflame. I want you to continue believing God for whatever it is that you're believing in for. Because I, I, I want to show you this. If you would follow these um, steps or even um, apply the things that we're teaching you um, this month, you'll surely come back with results. You'll come back with a testimony. Stick to the word of God and I assure you, your testimony is a done deal and a sure thing. Thank you very much for your time. This is Bonga Victorious. Um, until next time, keep your faith aflame. God bless you.